for more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the seventh here at Miller Park in Provo. And Jack Winkler, the USF shortstop, lead off for the Dons. 4-4 the score. Cougars have tied the game with a run in the bottom of the sixth. A run-scoring single from Jacob Wilk. We're all even heading into the final three innings. 4-4 the score. Winkler facing McCade Johnson, who stays on the hill for Coach Mike Littlewood. And BYU 1-0 on the first pitch of the at-bat from Johnson to Winkler. Winkler singled, stranded in the first. Grounded out in the fourth. And was... uh, the man who hit the ball that ended up with a knee five that scored two runs in the fifth. Yeah, he had hit it pretty hard, but right at the third baseman. Wasn't able to make the play, but uh, able to get two runs because of that. 2-0 and to Winkler. That's popped up, but out of play. Off the canopy, you can hear it hit. So two and one, the count to Winkler. Ah, the batter's box is encased in shadow. The mound is still in sunshine as the shadows begin to creep across the diamond from home plate outward. Two one, and that's fouled to the top of the screen. Two and two to Winkler with none out here in the top of the seventh inning. BYU four and USF four, our score. One of our legends right there that caught that ball off the canopy and Ryan Hancock in the stands. Former pitcher slash BYU quarterback. That's a chopper just in front of the plate. Abe's going to charge it, handle it, and fire to Freddie. It's a good play. Good play to get Winkler hustling down the first baseline. So that'll go as a 2-3 on your scorecard. So my first season... As on the BYU football broadcast crew came 30 seasons ago in 1992 and uh, I was on the sideline crew uh, as Paul James' sideline guy Okay. and my very first season got down to four starting quarterbacks and the third one was Ryan Hancock that year and he ended up tearing an ACL on the Utah game oh man and he was replaced by Tom Young in the Aloha Bowl Starter number four that year. Wow. Went from John Walsh to Steve Clements to Ryan Hancock to Tom Young. Ended up with four starting quarterbacks that year. Nobody wants that. I said, you're not prepared for Ryan, that. Ryan was so good. I mean, he was, yeah. like, in third stringer to start the year, and then he just started dealing as a quarterback and was so good till getting hit on the sideline at Rice-Eccles, tore an ACL on the play, and had to miss the bowl game. It was so good for BYU. At the same time, he was pitching great yeah. for the Cougars. Yeah, fantastic pitcher. Yeah. Next batter here for USF is Jordan Vujovic. Vujovic, strikeout, ground out, hit by pitch. Doesn't have a hit after the two big bombs yesterday. 2-0 to Vujovic. Outside for 3-0. Well, they've already proven today that when you give them free bases, they make it hurt. They have been able to to turn those free walks and hit-by-pitches into runs so far this game. 3-0, McKay Johnson coming and looking for the outside. It didn't get it. A four-pitch walk to Vujovic, who is reaching on a walk for the first time today after reaching on a hit-by-pitch the last at-bat. So one out and top of the seventh in a 4-4 ball game. Jacob Munoz, the first baseman, steps in. And now it'll be... Coach Mike Littlewood pl- calling for a pitching change. He'll go with a righty to replace the righty. We'll get you the pitching change after this. 4-4 in the seventh. Pitching change forthcoming here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitching change here at Miller Park. As BYU in a 4-4 ball game. Replaces McKay Johnson with Bryce Robison. Another right-hander in for BYU. Bryce was part of last night's game. Went two-thirds of an inning. No hits, no runs allowed. Struck out one. There's three batters faced. Did he get the win last night? Robison did get the win. Yeah. And now two and one on the year.
So the Cougs hope to get to the seventh inning stretch in a tie ball game. 4-4 right now, top seven. The runner on first is Jordan Vujovic getting there on a free pass. The Dons led off the inning with a ground out from Jack Winkler. Vujovic reaching on the base on balls. And Jacob Munoz steps in against the new pitcher for BYU, Bryce Robison. Robison, the fourth pitcher of the day. Smith, McKeon, and Johnson. Bryce has a really good pickoff move. Powder blue glove on his left hand. Holds the ball in his ungloved right. Glances back to first. And delivers from sunshine into shadow as Munoz fouls back. Low into the skirt, low into the facing. 0-1. Munoz had a chance to to get a big hit with bases loaded and one out. But McKeehan was able to strike him out his last up at. Pitching change here in seventh. Brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Robison on the hill. Righty v. Lefty here. The left-hander in the box is Munoz. Munoz, ground out. Base on balls, strikeout in his three plate appearances. He hits now in the seventh with a man on first. And his team tied with BYU 4-4. Cougars took a 3-0 lead. The next four by the Dons. BYU answering with one bottom of the sixth. We're now in the top of the seventh. 4-4 the score. And the 1-1 one one delivery for ball 2. 2-1 two with one gone yeah, in the 7th. Got to hit with the fastball and back-to-back change-ups. Munoz is uh, taken down low for ball 1 and ball 2. That's what Bryce will go to. The lefties, he likes that change-up. He's a fastball change-up slider guy. Working back in the box, Munoz. RBI leader as Robison shows off that pickoff move. Diving back ahead of the throw is Vujovic at first. Count stays 2-1 and one with one gone. We're in the top of the seventh. As the shadows progress across the field here at Miller Park. It's like they uh, pinch ran. Ryan Davis is now the runner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Davis has come in for Vujovic at first base. And that's striped to right field. To the wall and over. A two-run shot to right with the wind blowing somewhat that way. Restakes the Dons to a lead at 6-4. to four. Jacob Munoz with a two-run shot to right. Yeah, hanging changeup right there, and Munoz just got underneath it and got his first hit of the weekend, and was that a big one. So the Jacob Munoz home run scores two. Himself and Davis, the pinch runner who replaced Vujovic after the base on balls. So Davis scores, and 6-4 to four is the score. Don's in front by two. Robison delivers ball one outside to Jacob Westerman, the next hitter for San Francisco. A ground out to lead off the inning, and a base on balls. And a two-run shot. And guys who've received bases on balls today, a lot of them are scoring. Tuck yes, it. yes, they are. Pop up to first base by Westerman. Freddie handles, two gone. Well, so far this weekend, the Dons, it's the home run ball that's kept them in these games, right? They've got four, five now. I think five now. No, just four. Yeah, two yesterday, two yeah, today. Four gigantic home runs. Two yesterday by Vujovic, and today Kishol and Munoz going yard. Six to four, the score. Swinging through that first pitch is Jovetic. So a Vujovic and a Jovetic in the USF outfield. Jovetic singled, struck out, looking, and grounded out. Left-handed hitting Jovetic. Right-handed throwing Bryce Robison. The 0-2 gets ahead of Jovetic does Bryce. You're in the top of the seventh. Two out, and the Cougs are out of the inning. Good pitch. Swinging strikeout by Bryce Robison. Side retire, but not until two runs cross for San Francisco. So, two runs on a hit, no errors, and no one left on. After six and a half, we head to the seventh inning stretch. San Francisco leading BYU by a score of 6-4. to four. The seventh inning stretch is brought to you by doTERRA. Pursue what's pure on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 6-4 to four the score here as Abe Valdez leads off the bottom of the 7th for BYU. 6-4 to four was the score in the first game of the softball doubleheader happening behind us in the other half of Miller Park here. Boise, though, defeated BYU in that one 6-4. BYU trails 6-4 in this one, baseball version. Cougars and USF. 2-0 to Abe Valdez here in the bottom of the 7th. New pitcher for San Francisco is Owen Stevenson. Replacing the starter, Josh Malaris. Malaris today, uh, Malaris today starting and going six complete, seven hits, four runs. They were all earned, struck out two. Valdez rips it, and a short hop, not going to be able to handle cleanly by the shortstop, and he doesn't get it. Oh, he oh, did get it. Oh, he bag. took him off the bag he's at off first. off the bag. That's a deep grounder to short, tough to handle, but he fires to first, and it appeared he was off the bag when Freddie cro- when Abe crossed, and it's uh, called out for out one in the bottom of the seventh. Thought he was going to be safe. Oh, he's out. He's barely on. He actually got the call right. Mm. Wow. It's close. What a play by the shortstop, though. That was a tough one to handle. I I thought he was just going to do a cursory throw that may not catch the guy, and he got Abe at first. Wow. One out here, bottom seven. Heck of a play by Winkler. Yes, it was, yeah. Well, and Stevens is, the problem for him this year has been the walk. He has walked a lot of guys in his outings. He'll strike out a guy in an inning, but he he can give up walks. Peyton Cole, the next hitter, on a 1-1 count. He lofts it to center field. Center fielder Jovetic handles, and two gone for BYU now in the bottom of the seventh. San Francisco leading at 6-4 to four with two in the fifth, two in the sixth, and two in the seventh. And the two in the sixth and the seventh both come courtesy the two-run home run. Yep. And so the Cougs are out hitting San Francisco while being outscored. The Dons get their six runs on six hits. The Cougs have four runs on seven hits. Both teams have a single error. Top of the order for BYU. Andrew Pintar nubs it to short. Barehand handle by Winkler. This one does take him off the bag. And Pintar will reach safely. Yeah, I would have beat that out anyways had that uh, that ball reached there because the bare hand play, tough play to be made. So call that an infield yeah, single? Yeah, an infield single there for Pintar. So Pintar at first with the infield single. See if the Cougars can generate some heat on a cold day in Provo with two out here in the seventh. Yeah, this is a time where you, you'd love to see Brock uh, go ahead and use that jet stream to center and, uh, and do what he did on Tuesday like he did on Tuesday night and get a two-run shot. Watkins, single, was retired on a double play, then struck out and flied out in his three plate appearances. Hits now in the seventh. Inside, just zipping past his belt loops for ball one. So Watkins at the plate, Pintar at first base. BYU's out hitting San Francisco, and the Dons are 2-12 and 12 when being out hit this year. Yet they've used their six hits judiciously for six runs and the lead is 6-4. to four. Cougars have lost a 3-0 lead and trail by 2. After going up 3-zip, the Dons have scored 6 of the next 7 runs. 6-4 to four the score. As the shadow is a little more than halfway out to the pitcher's mound. 1-1 one one with 2 out here in the bottom of the 7th to Brock Watkins. And a, swinging, a swinging strike to 1-2. Well, the way that Foster plays in left, he's kind of in left center, man. If Brock can hook one down the line here, there's a good chance Pintar can score from first because he's got to go yeah. a long ways to go get it. Yeah, he's on the center field side of 380, the 380 sign in left center. So can Brock turn on one here? One and two the count, two out. And that's straight up the middle. That'll put Pintar to second. Hits sharply enough that yeah. it'll be a hold at second. And Jovetic handles... Throws in, and it'll be two out, two on. So the Cougs are generating a little bit of two-out heat here in the bottom of the seventh. Runner in scoring position. And again, the trail, Cougars trail by two, six to four. 
So back-to-back singles for BYU. Pintar with the infield single, and Watkins singling to center. Puts Pintar at second. First and second, two out. Two on. Bottom seven. Kook down two. Mitch McIntyre doubled in his last at-bat. One for three today. Well, we're four for nine today with runners in scoring position. Yep. It's a big deal compared much, to yesterday. Much better than yesterday. Yeah. In a game, the Cougars won. Just gra- found a way to grind out that 8-7 victory, and that's off speed for a strike. Uh, that's not a strike. 0-1 to McIntyre. Two out here, bottom seven. Cougs down two. Pintar at second, Watkins at first. Back-to-back singles here. Two out singles in the bottom of the seventh. And that's lined the opposite way to left. Coming around to score is Pintar. Bobbled by the left fielder. It's going to bring home two. The Cougs will tie the game at 6-6. And sliding into third, standing up at third actually, is McIntyre. With a two-run triple, the Cougs have tied the game at six. So we'll see how they judge that. There was a bobble in the left field corner that brought home home Watkins for sure. Pintar was going to score easily, but Watkins was at first, and the bobble certainly brought him home. We'll see how it ends up being scored. And it could be an E7 there to allow that second run across, but the Cougs have tied the game 6-all, bottom 7. The big stroke by Mitch McIntyre. But the opposite way to the left field corner, and running up to handle it on a hop was Foster went under his glove. One run and then two runs score to square the game. 6-6 in the bottom of the seventh. BYU's tenth hit of the day. And that will be an E7 on the play. But ending up at third is Mitch McIntyre. So scoring on the play, Pintar and Watkins. Two runs score. And there will be a pitching change for San Francisco. We'll take that break to allow that to happen. BYU squares it at six. Mitch McIntyre, the big hit. And six all-hour score. We're taking a break. Two out hitting for BYU. Squaring the game on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitching change for San Francisco. Trevor Meisner, number 17, the right-hander, enters the game, replacing Owen Stevenson, who spelled the starter, Josh Malaris, today. Here's how the scoring is gone in a game that's now 6-6. BYU scored three in the bottom of the second, taking the 3-0 lead. The Dons then scored the next four, take a 4-3 lead. They scored two in the fifth and two in the sixth. It was 4-3 into the bottom of the sixth when the Cougars tied the game at four. Dons two more, top seven, and BYU answers with two, bottom seven, as Mitch McIntyre brings in two runs with a double that turns into a triple on the E7. So a double plus an error puts him at third. Pintar came around to score, and Watkins, who was at first, also came around to score. So Pintar was at second. He would have scored anyway. The only question would have been on Watkins, and I believe the error clearly allows him to score. Ending up at third is McIntyre. So it was hit sharply to left, and then the left fielder, Foster, had it go under his glove into the wall, and that allowed Watkins to score with ease, squaring the game at six. And all this happening with two outs. So it was a ground out and a fly out to begin the bottom of the seventh, and then... Single, single, double with an E7, putting McIntyre at third. So back-to-back hits with two outs here in the bottom of the seventh. Clutch hitting and hitting with runners in scoring position for BYU to square the game at six. Joshua Cowden. McIntyre at third, looks at 1-0. Goes to two balls and no strikes to the BYU right fielder, Joshua Cowden. Two out hitting. Tying the game for BYU. Six all the score. The Cougs have six runs on ten hits now. The Dons have their six on six hits. Two errors for USF. The second moments ago, allowing McIntyre to stand at third. 90 feet away with the lead run. And that's three straight balls to Joshua Cowden. Well, five for ten today as, as a team with runners in scoring position. Totally opposite of yesterday. And in a day where we absolutely needed it because of the way the Dons have had the big fly. Inside and a four-pitch walk to Cowden. So runners on the corners. Joshua Cowden, base on balls at first. Mitch McIntyre, double 
putting him at third on the E7. And it's all with two outs. Single, single, double, walk. Yeah, I mean, it was two pretty quick outs, and you're like, oh, okay, it's going to be like that again. But uh, the shortstop, Winkler, made a heck of a play on Abe Valdez's first out of the game of this inning, and then quick out by Cole, and then it's been nicely done. It'll prompt a conference on the mound. The new pitcher, Trevor Meisner, coming in with a 2.08 ERA with hitters hitting only 156 against him, issues a four-pitch walk to the first batter he faces. He's allowed only five hits, but the walks are his problem. That's now his 13th free pass in eight and two-thirds. Well, and that's been the, just the name of the, the Don staff. A lot of their arms have just walked a ton of batters this year. Yeah, last weekend series against Pepperdine, 28 walks 28 in three games. 28 walks in three games, yeah. And, and you're fortunate enough to actually win one of those games. And in one of them, they actually went to extra innings and lost. And so they could have won two or three against the, the league kind of preseason favorite in Pepperdine. 6-6 our score in the bottom of the seventh. And BYU, after having bases clear and no one out, rather bases clear and two out, have now scored two and have runners on the corners. And now you're, two out. Now you're looking for Cole that had a big double. And then... Uh, Flew out to center after that and then grounded out to second the next time. Great chance for him with the with Cowden on first, the four-hole open. Just roll one in the four-hole and take a lead here. McIntyre at third, Cowden at first, Cole Gamble in the box. Digging in the lefty hitter against the righty thrower, Meisner. Meisner, five straight balls after coming out of the pin. That's 1-0 to Gamble. Yeah, this is where if you're Cole, you just can't. Try not to do too much here. Now, he's a guy that can leave the yard and hit a three-run jack here, which, trust me, I'm looking forward to hearing you call that if that's <laughs> the case. But uh, just a nice single here and take this lead back. Wind blowing a little more softly out to center, but still present. 6-6 six, six the score, 1-0 the count, and that's six straight balls since coming into the game. For Trevor Meisner, the 2-0 to Cole Gamble. Cole Gamble, the game-winning RBI in the 10th last night. As BYU wins it 8-7, to seven, has reached safely in seven consecutive games, double in the second to get BYU's big second inning underway. First of three consecutive doubles in that inning. He doubled and scored. 2-0, two gone, two on, inside, seven straight balls. Yeah, and he's been trying to jam Cole, and all three of those have been inside, inside, and that was even almost hit him right there for ball three. Now, so, all, I, all I can think about is the SEC chant at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Ball eight. Ball <laughs> eight. Uh, it's one of the most amazing things you'll ever experience. All right. The shadow's almost at the rubber right now. A 3-0 count. And taking for strike one is Cole Gamble. Goes to 3-1. and one with two out, two on. Bottom seven, 6-6 six, six hour score. Cooks had a 3 nothing lead. Trailed 4-3. Tied at 4-4. Trailed at 6-4. Tied the game 6-6. Six, six. Back and forth we go here at Miller Park. Right-handed pitcher Meisner squinting back at first base. Runners on the corners. Mack takes his lead at third. Runner takes off from first. Gets back as that goes to ball four. Nicely done. So on a 3-1 count, Cole Gamble watches pitch five become ball four. And so eight of nine pitches thrown by the new pitcher Meisner have been balls. And he puts Gamble at first and loads the bases. Well, and this is exactly who I want up right now. He is seeing the ball well. Has an RBI double, RBI single. Jacob Wilk. Scored McIntyre in the sixth. And that might be it. That may be nine, might be nine pitches and one strike wow. for Meisner. Did not get the job done. No, he didn't. So the Cougars have gone ground out, fly out to lead off the inning, and then single, single, double, walk, walk, two-run score, bases load, and we take a break for a pitching change. 6-6, and maybe a big inning brewing. Can the Cougs get some more clutch two-out hitting after this? Come back and find out. Greg Grubel, Tuckett Slade with you from Miller Park in a 6-6 ball game, but the base is juiced for Jacob Wilk next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. 6-6 our score. In the bottom of the seventh, the Cougs have already plated two to tie the game at six. The Dons took a 6-4 lead top seven. BYU squared the contest, and all this happening with two out. A lot has happened with two out for BYU, and now the bases are loaded for Jacob Wilk. Wilk today, two for three 
with two RBI and a run scored. He has struck out one time. The new pitcher for San Francisco is the lone lefty available. Grant Young, an 8.59 ERA. He's been the busiest pitcher on the staff, making his 11th appearance. And if you're only the only lefty, you're going to see a lot of work. And so it is. He's pitched seven and a third, has given up seven hits and seven runs. They've all been earned. Batters hitting 241 against him. The lefty, Young, and the righty hitter, Jacob Wilk. The bases are loaded. He's a soft lefty, 83 to 85. Not going to really blow it by you. Likes to use a changeup running away in a a 12-6 curveball. Jacob with hits in five of his last six as runners jump off their bases and strike one on the outside edge by the new pitcher, Young. So Jacob, or rather Trevor Meisner, came in through nine pitches, eight of them balls, and he was out just like that. And a little fake still there to see if they could catch uh, him kind of into a balk move to still a run. He avoided distraction, came plateward with strike one. 0-1 with two out, bottom seven, tie game 6-6. Wilk at the plate, Young on the hill. Kick, fire, deliver, high out for ball one. Jacob Wilk, in a very key moment last night, took a walk. Yep. He did. Took a huge walk to tie the game in the eighth. We're in the seventh. A walk would untie the game. I'm sure Jake has loftier aspirations with the bat on his right shoulder. The southpaw young with runners at first, second, and third. McIntyre third, Cowden second, Gamble first. The pitch, low skips to the catcher. Ball two and strike one. With two out, bottom seven. So first pitch, he went curveball for a call strike one. Then he went change up away, ball one, and then fastball in the dirt for ball two. So Jake's seen all three pitches that he has. Two and one, two out in the bottom of the seventh. And the infield is playing deep. The mound is in shadow. The pitcher himself is in sunshine from his knees up. From the stretch, the delivery. Oh, a check. Handled by the pitcher. Young fires to first, skipped it to the first baseman, but he handled it cleanly to retire the side. Cougs tie the game with two in the bottom of the sixth. We're taking a break. We have bottom of the seventh. We're heading into the eighth with the score 6-6. BYU and USF on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And Kyle Nell is a swinging strikeout victim to begin inning number eight for San Francisco. Nell with the forwards K. As the Cougars go one out here in the bottom of the, uh, the top of the eighth inning, beg your pardon, BYU and San Francisco tied at six, top eight. That's lined right past the pitcher Bryce Robison to center field. That was one of those uh, Charlie Brown undress him on the mound yeah, shots. Definitely was. Right back up the middle. Good swing there. Thomas McCarthy, the catcher, lining it right up the middle for a one-out single. So one gun here, top eight. Nell struck out, and McCarthy stripes one to center and takes his lead at first with the top of the order. Luke Kieschel coming to the plate for USF. 6-6 our score. Dons and Kooks. We get late here at Miller Park in Provo. And that's lined to right. It's going to be handled off a hop by Cowden. Quickly throws in. It'll keep the runner from first at second. So McCarthy to second on the single by Kieschel to right field. It looks like they're going to run. Number 39 is going to come in from McCarthy at second base. Yeah, and that's two pitches back-to-back that uh, that Bryce left up that they were able to put good swings on. So it's Martinez coming in from McCarthy. Martinez was the left fielder involved in the final play of the game last night. Cole Gamble to left field for the game-winning double. We thought Martinez had a beat on it, or a shot at it at least, and ended up going over his glove for the game-winning run. So Darius Foster, the number two hitter, fourth in this inning, has men on first and second in a tie ball game. USF six runs on eight hits, BYU six runs on ten hits. Getting out in front of that one is Foster. Good changeup right there. 
And the wind has begun to blow more strongly, as you can hear in our crowd mic. It's now blowing out to right center, which is a straight northerly wind. Bryce Robinson on the hill. The entire mound and the pitcher himself in shadow, as is the hitter, Darius Foster. And that's a number in front of the plate. Abe handles, fires to first. Runners advance, second out. So first base will be open. Runners at second and third now with two out in a tie ball game, top of the eight. Yeah, big spot now. It's kind of like a swinging bunt right there. Advances both runners now with two outs. So going to third is Martinez, who pinch ran from McCarthy. And going to second is Kieschel, advancing on the ground out. Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade, your commentary tandem here today at Miller Park. Jack Winkler. The next batter, outside from Robison for ball one. Yeah, tried to go slider there, just missed away. Winkler one for four. He's grounded out twice today. Singled in the first for that one hit. Ended up reaching on an E5 that brought in a couple runs. Two out here in the top of the eighth. One and one the count now to Jack Winkler. Runners at second and third. Martinez at third. Kieschel at second. That's foul tip. One and two with two out. Well, in uh, their runs today, they had the two runs that scored on the air, and then they had walk that was home run, w- another walk and a home run, and so they haven't had to have multiple hits bring in runs yet. This is the first inning they've had back-to-back hits in a row, and, and now they actually have the runners in the corner position. Can they get the third one yeah. to take another two-run lead? Some more conventional run production here for USF, giving them six runs on eight hits, and that's Atta a swing and strikeout. Big strikeout. So Jack Winkler goes down on strikes. A forwards K, and we go to the bottom of the eighth in a tie game. Cougars get out of it, leading two on. Through, out through seven and a half. It is 6-6 our score. BYU and USF on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, first hitter of the eighth inning for BYU is Freddie Achikar. And the Cougar first baseman swings and misses on the initial offering from Grant Young, the lone Don lefty. Working on the third base side of the pitcher's rubber. Fires in for strike one. He's going to go to that uh, slider quite a bit. He likes that matchup left on left. And that's a little number to third. Handled cleanly by Kieschel. The fire to first catches... Wook uh, at your car in plenty of time. So one gone here, bottom eight, 6-6 six, six our ball game. Cougars left the bases loaded in the seventh. Grounding out to the pitcher was Wilk. Now at your car, first out of the eighth inning. Abe Valdez, BYU catcher, digs in. Righty hitter, lefty pitcher. Valdez with a red-barreled bat. Cougars wearing the home white cre- or the home creams today with BYU lettering across the chest. And outside for ball one. One and one with one gone here, bottom eight. Well, Abe does have double-type power. They really are pinching the gaps. There's a lot of space on both foul, t- foul ground right now and down the lines. It's ball two. Two and one. One out. So the Dons went scoreless in the top of the eighth after going the fifth and sixth and seventh innings with two runs apiece. 6-6, six, six, bottom eight. Freddie fouls it off home plate and his lower leg. Two and two. The count. Grant Young on the hill for USF, the fourth pitcher of the day. BYU's also used four pitchers. Carter Smith, Cooper McKeon, McKay Johnson, and Bryce Robison. There's a tough sun in left. You see the left fielder Foster is holding yeah. his glove up, trying to shade himself from it. 
And that's popped up to the left fielder running in as the shortstop runs back. And the left fielder calls for it. The last second reaches out his glove to make the grab. So two out here in the bottom of the eighth. Looks like we're going to pinch hit Austin Deming here. USF has only uh, two strikeouts on the day. BYU hurlers have combined for ten punch-outs. As we'll see Austin Deming hit here for Peyton Cole. So fly out to left by Valdez. Deming will now hit as Dons will convene on the mound. And that's going to be it for Grant Young. The lefty's day is done. Dons will go back to the right side after this. So two outs here in the bottom of the eighth in a tie ball game. 6-6 our score. A pitching change for San Francisco. And the Dons are going to go to Jesse Barron after we take this short break. New pitcher. Right-hander in for USF in a 6-6 ball game. Two-out bottom eight on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom eight and BYU locked in a 6-6 duel with San Francisco. As the Dons bring in new pitcher, Jesse Barron. Barron making his 10th appearance. So... Moments ago, Grant Young we saw making his 11th, and now another busy guy, Jesse Barron, coming in for the 10th time. He's 0-2 on the year. 5-0-2 is his ERA, and hitters are over 300 against him. He's a fastball slider guy. He really likes to come in against right-handers, and and about 70% slider really likes to go to that pitch. Snow Canyon High School's Austin Deming is a pinch hitter here in the bottom of the 8th. Austin's made uh, 12 starts at third base and two at shortstop this year. Comes in as a pinch hitter in an empty bases situation. Two out, bottom eight, 6-6 ball game. And the first pitch from the new pitcher is a ball. Ball one from Jesse Barron. I'd like to see Austin just sit back, get that slider, and hit it to right field for a double. Swings through that one on the outside. So one and one to Deming. Austin on the year hitting 128. Six hits in 47 at-bats. That's kind of a half swing again. One and two with two out. Yeah, Austin's been struggling, especially of late. But uh, no better time to come in. Nobody on base, two outs. Just trying to find a way to battle here. Does lead BYU in strikeouts and gets the end of the bat onto that one. A three hopper to the second baseman has to hurry, but does get Deming at first. So it's a three up, three down inning for BYU in the bottom of the eighth. No runs, no hits, no errors. We go to the ninth, tied at six. BYU in San Francisco on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball alongside Tuckett Slade. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitching change for BYU brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. And the Cougars' fifth hurler of the day will be the left-hander, Cy Nielsen. Nielsen starts the top of the ninth in a tie ball game. 6-6 hour score. Shadow across probably a third of the playing field right now. The shadows will be going from left to right field. As the afternoon and evening progresses, we'll see how much longer we're playing here. We're tied up, top nine. Came in as a pinch runner in the last inning. Ryan Davis hits now. Left-handed hitting Davis. Left-handed throwing. Cy Nielsen, uh, left-handed throwing. Cy Nielsen. And pitch one from Cy is low for ball one. 1-0. First hitter in the top of the ninth inning. 6-6 our score. The Dons have not won a game this year in trailing through eight innings. Happened just two times. They're 0-2. BYU's 2-2. We're two two. taking a deadlock into the ninth. That's low again. So ball two. No strikes. And the first two pitches from Cy Nielsen are balls. Well, bringing him in to face all the lefties. Good spot for him to come in and be successful. Got to pound the zone. Cougars have a righty up in the pen. 
Heaton is warming as that's three straight balls from Cy Nielsen, and that gets away from Abe well outside toward the BYU dugout side. So three balls offered by Cy to lead off the ninth inning here. Yeah, and all three weren't really even close. Spiked all three of them. Size ZRA 9.33 as he makes his seventh appearance. Former starter made four starts, record of one and two. And there's strike one. Gets back into account at three and one. Don't want to walk the leadoff in the ninth inning in a tied ball game. Go right at him. And that walks the leadoff hitter here in the ninth. So five pitches and four balls from Sine Eelson. And for Sy, that's his 17th base on balls awarded in 18-plus innings. Uh, he does have 21 strikeouts. He, he can really strike guys out, but he's got to throw more strikes. Jacob Munoz, two-run bomb his last time at the plate. Gave the Dons a 6-4 lead. Cooks have answered to tie the game, and that's where we stand. Six all, top nine, one on, no one, nobody out for USF. They'll finish off their three-game series tomorrow. Warmer weather forecast. 1 p.m. first pitch, 106. That's swung on and fouled. And into the parkway. On the north side of the park, here at Miller Park. Softball doubleheader going on. Boise State defeated BYU 6-4 in the first game. BYU leads Boise 4-0 at the end of four in the second. And this game is 6 all here on the other half of Miller Park. Swinging strike by Jacob Munoz. That'll be 0-2 now. So, yeah, 93 Cy gets to work hour. ahead. 93 mile an hour fastball. Just blew it by him right there. He's got all the stuff to be great. It's exactly great location right there. Now he's got a chance to put him away with that slider he likes to go to. So the 0-2. Nielsen steps off. We casually mentioned softball, baseball, but how blessed uh, this facility we have to have this facility yeah. where... Two games can go on concurrently in such relative luxury, you know, just fantastic. And then as that ball's fouled off down the first base side, then you get the view that we may, we may sometimes take for granted. And there are a few better places in America to uh, watch or play in or spectate to uh, broadcast a softball, baseball setup than BYU has yeah, here. No, it's fantastic. You're right. Sometimes we do take it for granted. You know, the country doesn't, though. I mean, we're always in Nationally, they're just social media <laughs> polls of... Yeah. Video games have created the, the backdrop as their main thing. Ooh. Began to offer there. Munoz, but he holds off. One and two. Nielsen on the hill. Munoz in the box. Jacob Munoz, the RBI leader for USF, added to his tally with a two-run shot in the seventh. Came into today. Second in total bases. Second in slugging percentage. In addition to that leading RBI tally. And that's skipped outside. Mm. Valdez handles and then throws back to first. And diving back was Davis. He's safely back. Go count goes to two and two though, so don't want to lose too much of this guy here. As Cy started off 0-2 in the count. None out. Top nine. Six six our ball game. BYU and San Francisco. Got to attack him right here. Go to your best pitch. Runner's taken off. That's chopped foul down the first baseline. The Cougs have got to that six-run tally. And USF has now allowed six runs or more in 11 consecutive games. They allow a lot of runs, but as we've seen, they can cobble together enough hits to keep games competitive. Even though they don't have a great record at 5-15, and 15, they've been in a lot of games. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a grinding-out, competitive, scrappy team. So Munoz waggles the bat and awaits the 2-2 from Sy Nielsen. He stares right at the first base runner and missed it for ball three. So he's gone from 0-2 to 3-2. The count full and no one out here in the top of the ninth. Yeah, and so on first for USF. Good chance that Davis is going to take off here. And trust that Munoz is going to put the ball in play. Davis three for four on stolen base attempts, by the way. That's the kind of speed he has, at least. 
Does take off as that ball's chopped. Great backhanded stop by Freddie. And the out retired at first. And he's diving across his body at the chalk. Yes, yeah, same in that double and hopper. possibly a run there. That gets down the line. With the runner running that way, he probably scores. Great play by the first baseman. He was moving towards second, then backhands across his body. And touches the bag to retire the, the uh, batter. The runner advances. So one out with Davis now at second base. And an unassisted out from Achikar. We'll bring Jacob Westerman to the plate. Westerman, the right fielder, ground out, double, fly out, and pop up. That's his one for four day. 6-6, six, six, top nine, one out, man on, and in scoring position is Davis. Right-handed hitter, Westerman. Left-handed thrower, Nielsen. That ball popped out of Valdez's glove after ball one, but right where Abe could grab it and keep the runner where he was. And that runner is Davis at second. Pinch runner came in, reached on a base on balls, advances on the ground out, on the unassisted put out by Freddie Achikar. Nice play made by the Georgetown transfer at the bag at first. 1-0, one out, one on, top nine. Six all our score. Nielsen winds up and fires, and again skipping away from Valdez, but in front of him. Ball two, 2-0 two with one out. Yeah, fastball away for ball one, and then tried to slide her down in the dirt there for 2-0. For Side's just out there trying to labor through this. You can tell he doesn't have his sharp stuff right now, and it's really about confidence with him. He's just got to be confident. He's got all the stuff to be, you know, all-American type pitcher. He's got big league caliber stuff. He's just got to execute his pitches. Side glances back at Davis, comes plateward, and checking was Westerman. They say he went across. Yeah, so he definitely did. Home plate umpire wanted help from the other ump, and he did get it, and it's called a strike, so it goes to 2-1. and one. So the former New Mexico Lobo, Jacob Westerman, brought the barrel across the plate, checked, but strike one. So 2-1 and one with one out. We're in the top of the ninth inning. Will this be a second straight extra innings affair? We already know that if they do go to extras, it'll be a runner on second to begin the inning by rule and agreement before the series between Nick Geratano and Mike Littlewood. Littlewood in his ninth season with BYU. Geratano in his 23rd with USF and 31st season overall as a college head coach. And that's ball three low. And he said ball's kind of skipping two and away from Abe here in this at-bat. Yeah, he's working hard back there trying to block everything. Size not making it easy on him. So Abe Valdez in his first start in two weeks has been active back there. He's had to work with five different pitchers today. We've seen four, we've seen, uh, beg your pardon, five used by USF as well. With Jesse Barron, the fifth of five. So both teams have gone five deep thus far. We're in the ninth. 6-6 six, six our score. The man on second is Ryan Davis. The count is 3-1 and one to Jacob Westerman. It's piped in for strike two. Full count now to Westerman. One out, top nine. Six all our score. BYU scored three in the second. The Dons go two in the fifth, two in the sixth, take a 4-3 lead. BYU ties it at four with one at the bottom of the sixth. And the teams exchange two spots in the seventh. Scoreless eighth, and here we are in the ninth in a 6-6 six, six ball game. Six runs, ten hits for BYU. Six runs, eight hits for USF. Of the three errors, two have been committed by the visitors in green and gray today. BYU in the cream uniforms with navy blue accents. Shadows cover almost the entire infield now here at Miller Park. The outfield, about two-thirds in sunshine. Ooh, and the 3-2 offering. Laid off did Westerman and gets yeah. a free pass. can't believe he took that. I thought for sure he'd swing at that. That was close. Just missed down. So two walks in the inning, and low and just outside of the zone for ball four. So runners at first and second, and both are there, courtesy of the free pass. Yeah, that's the thing about Sai is that he can do that. But uh, you got the left-handed matchup here. Looking for your, you just get your ground ball double play. Keep this game tied. So USF not throwing a lot of strikeouts today. Only two Ks, but only two bases on balls. BYU more strikeouts, 10. 
but more walks. Seven. Seven yeah. bases on balls thrown by Cougar pitchers today. Well, we know that uh, four of those, right? Four of those seven end up scoring. Yeah. So that's that's the difference. With a chance to have a few more of those that can... Uh, Now, a pause with Valdez coming to the mound. And are we going to see... We've got Mitch McIntyre throwing in the outfield. And coming in from right is Cowden. So we're going to see some maneuvering here. So they go, could they go lefty-lefty here with Asai and, and Mitch? Yeah, well, it looks like you're going to go... They'll probably do a double switch here. So Danny Jelilich will come in. Yeah, I think Danny's going to come in in Abe's spot, though. So Jelilich running to right as a fielder replacing Cowden, evidently, right? Well, Cowden's going to, I think, throw on the gear and go behind the dish. That's okay. what my, my thought is. But he'll take, uh, Jelly will take Cowden's spot in right field, you would think, right? Uh, we have a... So Wilk has the glove on. He comes into the field. As Jelly goes into outfield. And Hayden Latham is manned up in left here. So Latham will take McIntyre's spot in left. McIntyre will be coming into pitch as he was warming up in the outfield. And Jelilich will go to right with Cole Gamble staying in center, right? Yeah, but then Jacob Wilk is now in at first. The DH is now in the game. And so it's a nine-man lineup because Mitch is your pitcher, so everybody that's in the lineup is now hitting. Now hitting. Um, so, yeah, Cowden is going to go to catch to catch now. <laughs> well, who Indeed. was the last? I can tell you exactly what happened if we see who the last. Who was the last out? Deming was the last out for BYU so, in the eighth. So both of these guys right here. So you have um, so, so Latham. Deming was in the nine spot, and he was the last out of the eighth inning. Yeah, so Latham's going to come in for... Either Atchikar or Valdez. At 7 or 8. And Jelly's going to come in in the other spot. So, right? so both, either of those yeah. guys will be 7 and 8. Yeah. And they and yet and they're the latest people to hit. Correct, yeah. Since Deming was the last man at bat. Correct. So we'll take a break. We'll come back and reset things for you. As Mitch McIntyre comes in to pitch, it is in the ninth inning that BYU makes all of these changes, pitching, fielding, and otherwise. Here we go. One out, top nine, 6-6 six, six the ball game. And the Dons will have two men on when we come back after this. So a brief break in the ninth inning. 6-6 our score, BYU in San Francisco on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ryan Davis at second, Jacob Westerman at first. Those are the runners on for San Francisco. One in scoring position in the top of the ninth, one out. As Mitch McIntyre comes into pitch, so it goes lefty Nielsen to lefty McIntyre on the hill for Coach Mike Littlewood. It is a pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Mitch McIntyre, that rare player who goes from left or center field to pitcher. And Mitch McIntyre will enter the game here with one out in the top of the ninth in a tie ball game. Mitch making his fifth appearance all in relief. His ERA, 3.38. He does have a decision, a win on the year. Hitters batting 286 against him. He's pitched five and one-third innings in his four appearances thus far. And he winds up and delivers 0-1. First pitch strike to Nick Jovetic. Jovetic, the Don's center fielder, hits with two men on and one out here in the top of the ninth. 6-6 hour score. So Latham replacing McIntyre in left field. Jelilich has replaced Cowden in right field. Cowden is now the new catcher. Latham will hit in Achikar's spot, and Jelilich will hit in Valdez's spot. Ball one, one and one. Well, Mitch had had a career scoreless streak there going into a couple weeks ago, and then he, he gave that up. But uh, his last couple outings, he hasn't been as sharp. But uh, he's the guy that we've been we, we trust in these spots, and big spot right here. Mitch works the one one to. Two and one. Mitch McIntyre, fastball that will climb to near 90. Give you a change near 80 and a curve in the same vicinity. 
Get you a ground ball double play right here, Mitch. That would take care of this top half of the inning. Mm, three and one. So three straight balls from Mitch McIntyre with men on first and second. And the runners are there courtesy of the bases on balls. Davis walked. A pop, a, a, an unassisted put out. Munoz to Achikar and then a Westerman walk. Fourth hitter in the inning is Jovatic. Jovatic looks at a 3-1 for Mitch McIntyre. The glance back to second. The kick, fire, and delivery in too high. Five-pitch walk. Bases loaded. Force at every base with one out in the top of the ninth of a tie ball game. BYU in San Francisco tied at six. And all three of them reach base safely on the walk this yep. inning. That's the eighth walk issued by BYU pitchers today. Offsetting, ten strikeouts. Yeah, sooner or later the free bags are just going to come back and haunt you. And, and so far today they have. And now you're in a spot with bases loaded. You know where to put them. Tie ball game in the ninth. The best pitched innings today were the first four by Carter Smith. Yeah. And they were good ones. And he left with his team. Well, he, rather, he got his team ahead 3 nothing. And in the fifth, things began to fall apart a little bit. BYU still led 3-2. Going to the bottom of the fifth. Ultimately fell behind 4-3, tied the game 4-all. Fell behind 6-4, tied the game 6-6. Kyle Nell hits now. Corners the, number, are, the number eight hitter. Corners are playing in. Yep. Middle back for double play. Force at every base. Corners are trying to go four. Base is loaded. The 1-0. And that could be the double play ball. The Come second, on, Brock. Come short, on, Brock. That's one. And that a boy. That a boy. That a baby. Oh, that's huge. Oh, that's huge. Double play takes the Cougars to oh, the bottom of the ninth. So tied huge. at six. Because Nell can really run. Oh, nicely turned right there, boys. Pintar handles to Watkins. Watkins to Wilt, the new first baseman. Double play ball. Cougars get out of the ninth. We come to the bottom of the ninth. Tied at six on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Three walks at the top of the ninth, loaded the bases for San Francisco, but a double play ball to end the inning. No one across for USF. We go bottom nine. Andrew Pintar leads off and bunts down the third baseline. Third baseman charging, handling, firing, skipping. Oh, wow. Good play. And what a scoop at first to get Pintar. The play by Kieschel. And he throws off a hop to Munoz and casually handled by Munoz. Just a scoop and the put out at first. Made that's, that a good look first easy, that's a good first yeah. baseman. Yeah, that's just no man. He oh, just man. put a knee on the ground and measured the hop and got Pintar at first. I tell you what, Greg, with the way that the, the defense is playing, they're pinching the gaps. I tell you, down right down first base and down third base line, there are huge gaps here. Back-to-back right-handed hitters. Brock Watkins follows Pintar to the plate here in the bottom of the ninth, and that's swinging in an outside pitch for strike one. The pitcher remains Jesse Barron for San Francisco, the fifth pitcher for USF. BYU's used six. The latest Mitch McIntyre, who will be hitting in this inning. He's on deck right now. Is outside for ball one. Watkins was swinging at a ball to begin this at-bat. One and one with one out. 6-6 our score. Can the Cougars walk off here in back-to-back games? Mm, Piped in for strike two. One and two with one out here in the bottom of the night. 6-6 our score. Yeah, that's what makes Barron so effective is he slider away, slider away, and then he sneaks the outside fastball you think is going to keep breaking away, and it just stays there. The right-hander delivery, outside edge punch out, backwards K. Ball's outside. So Watkins is retired, two gone quickly here in the bottom of the ninth. And the new pitcher of record is now hitting for BYU, Mitch McIntyre. We saw a pitcher last night in completely different circumstances hit for USF and run and hurt himself while running. Alex Pham was used in relief and ended up taking himself out with a neck injury after hitting and then hurting himself on base running. Of all things, it was a crazy, bizarre game last night. That was one of the wild things about it. So, Mitch McIntyre will dig in. Left-handed hitter against right-handed pitcher. And Mitch looks at strike one. So, Mitch, the third hitter. 
in the order and the third hitter of this inning. Should this go to extras, BYU undefeated in extra innings this year, 2-0. And the Dons are winless in extra innings, 0-3. Inside, outside, outside for strike two. So Jesse Barron working quickly and ahead in the count right now, 0-2 with two out in the bottom of the ninth of a 6-6 ball game, BYU and San Francisco. And all of a sudden he started to get a little bit wide in the zone-wise. Both of those are borderline. And a swing and a miss, and we're going to extras. So it'll be a runner on second to start the 10th inning for San Francisco after this. No runs, no hits, no errors. Quick bottom of the ninth. We go 6-6, top 10 after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.